Hi, brothers and sisters. How are you today? We've crossed over into the new year, twenty twenty one. How amazing is that? For today's podcast, I want to continue on the teaching about rest and safety, particularly about the ark that I spoke about in my last episode. Because I feel like it is a very important topic that I want to make sure that I have taught you thoroughly on it, so you understand the concept. I think that twenty twenty was a watershed year for many of us. It's the first time when so many different things happened to us, at a macro level, at a global scale. I know that many people are sick and tired of twenty twenty. They are sick and tired of the lockdown, of the mask, and of all the strange things that are going on in the climate today. And I know that some of you may even think that let's be done with twenty twenty and let's wash our hands of it. I wish that I had better news to tell you, but I have been thinking over this for a few weeks now. How to break the news to you? Because from what God show me and what I see of the other prophets, with the consensus in the messaging of what they receive from God, I think the kindest thing for me is not to put on a fake front and say some nice things, because that will not benefit you. And as we go into twenty twenty one, going into the months and when things do not improve, instead they worsen. Then I'm afraid that you will feel very rejected. You will feel that you have been betrayed by God, and I don't want you to have that kind of feeling. That's why I think that the kindest thing for me to do will be to give it to you straight and to tell you directly what I feel that God is telling us. That will be the best way that you can prepare for yourself and for your families. I want to tell you that the kindness of God is in His warning. Isn't it not? Because if God did not bother to warn us, then we will not be prepared, and will be so surprised and will be taken aback at what happened. It is the kindness and the caringness of God to warn us, and also He has given us information and strategies how to overcome the future difficulties. I read to you from Matthew chapter twenty-four, verses eight. It describes absolutely what is happening in our world today. I do not even need to describe it because the Bible has described it perfectly. The disciples of Jesus came to him and asked him to tell them what are the signs of his coming and of the end days. Jesus said that see that no one leads you astray. For many will come in his name, and say that he is Christ, and lead many astray. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed, for this must take place, but the end is not yet. And then he says, For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. And these are the beginning of the birth pains. So you understand why twenty twenty was such a bad year, and why twenty twenty one will be even worse. 
it's gonna be like the birth pains of a woman about to give birth. You know that when your birth pains have started, they will not stop. They will only continue on and in intensity until the delivery. I read to you the second part of the verse as well, although that comes a little bit later on in the future. The verse says that they would deliver Christians up to tribulation and put Christians to death, and Christians would be hated by all nations for God's name. And because of all these tribulations and hardships, many Christians will fall away, and will even betray. One another and hate one another, and many false prophets will also arise and lead many astray. And because lawlessness will increase, the love of many will grow cold. In the final two verses, Jesus then say, "But the one who endures to the end, he will be saved." And finally, Jesus says, "The gospel of the kingdom." Will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. There it is. There is your answer. The Bible says it perfectly, word for word. I don't need to say more. I don't need to embellish anything. It's as if the Bible was written for us exactly for us at this time, where God will know that we will start looking through the Bible to understand what's happening around us. And he has described it all for us. If God only tell you the bad things without giving you the solution and giving you a way out, then he's not considered God. But because he is God, so while he can tell you the truth of what's gonna happen, he will also have a solution for you. I want to talk about the ark again, similar to the ark in Noah's time. Because that relates very importantly to what I will share with you in the future, so try to follow along, okay? In Genesis chapter six, the beginning of the chapter, the Bible depicts Noah's time as a time a world climate of increasing corruption. Looking from the perspective of God, having His Bible precepts written in His Word. What does God think about when He look upon a world such as ours? If you go and look at the chapter, I also find it interesting that it was a time when the Nephilim, the giants, walk the land and they cohabited with the women of the human race. The Bible then says that God found Noah righteous in his generation, of all the people in his generation. God found that Noah kept himself clean and kept himself pure. He rejected the ways of the world. He rejected their ideologies and their mindset, what was trendy, what was fashionable, and he held on to the precepts in the Bible, believing that it is the word of God which stands forever. It will never go out of fashion. It will never be not relevant because his faith was in God. Not in the world, and to that God made Noah build an ark where God protected him during when God put judgment upon the world for all the things that they have done and their unrepentance and their ignoring of Him as a God. I want to tell you today that as the world has changed, 
So has the technology of God. We're talking about the modern day ark, no longer that wooden boat. We're talking about the modern day ark that I saw in my vision. God has put a bubble, a translucent bubble. It looks fragile, but the material is very strong, and no satanic things and no spiritual things. And no physical things can penetrate it because it is the shield of God. I've tried to depict a picture of what I saw to explain it better, but it's my first attempt, so I have not done it as well as what I saw. But I think it may help you to understand. You can go and take a look at it at the picture or on the website. The link is in the description. Why am I telling you about this again? Because I feel that it's so important. I feel that it is important for you to know how to enter the dome, the ark of God, and stay there with you and your family, to be in safety and in protection. As the outer world around us goes into chaos, goes into riots, goes into economic collapse, go into pandemic and diseases. Natural calamities. The depictions of what I saw of the family calmly going about their daily activities. So I saw them at a dinner table, serving dinner, eating dinner. I saw them revising their homeschooling, working at the computer, reading the newspaper, reading the Bible, doing daily activities. And they knew what was happening outside because the dome was completely transparent. They could see outside the riots and all the unrest and all the worries and all the depression and all the agony that was happening outside. How much do you allow what you see outside to affect you, knowing that you are safe in the inner sanctuary of God, that dome, that ark? I saw that on their faces, even though they were a little worried, they were a little afraid of what's going to happen. But still, it was manageable. It was controllable. They know that they have the supernatural protection of God, and that is what I want you to have. I want you to have. I want you to know how to get it going into the new year because you're going to need it. In my visions, I saw that the outside world was burning, and I saw the symbolic depictions of demonic giants upheaving, overturning the land, creating riots and chaos. I saw the spiritual entities at the first wave, in the first stage, they just ignore those that were in the dome, those that were in the ark. They know that it was impenetrable, so they just ignored the domes. I saw little dome structures dispersed around the map, all around the country, wherever there are Christians who knew how to get into that ark. The demonic forces they just went around it. If they were attacking in that line, they did not bother to attack the dome. They just turned their path so that they went around it and left it alone. Left those people in the ark in safety. They terrorized those who were outside of the ark. They were given allowance by God to terrorize those who were outside of the ark, because this is the judgment of God upon a godless world who has turned his back on Him. 
when He is the Creator of us all. So I want you to go into the ark. I want you to know how to get in together with you and your family, because I know that as the situation worsens in the future months, six months down the road, three quarters of the year, what's going to keep you sane and what's going to keep you to overcome is you finding that rest and finding that place of safety in God. I will leave you with a verse. To give you a hint of how to get into that ark, what I saw of the ark, there was no door access. Simply, there wasn't any door. Once I was in the ark, I could not open the door to go out, and I could not open the door to let anyone come in. Even if I recognize someone perishing outside, I could not open the door because there was no door for me to open. So how did I and my family and my possessions and my land get into the safety of the ark in the first place? I will read John chapter ten verse seven to you. So Jesus said to them who were listening, "Truly, truly, I say to you, I Jesus am the door of the sheep." Jesus says that He is the door. There's no other door but Him. How we enter the ark is enter. Through Jesus, you enter through your relationship with Jesus. You enter on your own. No one can bring you there except Jesus, who will open the door for you when you go to Him. So, as the economic collapse worsens and people lose their job, or people get sick with other diseases. Or there are fires and natural disasters. If you want to escape unscathed. If you want to escape whole and well and blessed, you better know how to get into the ark. I hope that this podcast has blessed you. Thank you for listening, and I wish you and your family a great new year. I wish that God's blessing is upon you and God's protection is upon you in the coming year, and we will go through it. We will overcome it together. In the strength of God, in the name of Jesus, I bless you. Thank you. Good night.